It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. All right. Oh, man. Another great show. Another great day. Oh, man. Everybody's here besides Peter. It's okay. And we're over Zoom. Still okay. It looks good. I like the camera angle. Jair, it looks nice. I mean, better than everybody's today. I mean, I mean, the Zoom shows are not that bad. Uh, next time that we get together, we're going to be in the studio. But, you know, my mom just moved out, so I took over all the responsibilities in this house. And a hedge needs to get cut. And I can't do it myself because I don't have a hacksaw. So, you know, I'm not trying to be racist, but I had to call in my friend Julio to come chop it up. His name is actually Julio, and, and he is from Mexico. So that, that's not my fault. It's just the way those things work out. I, I, I don't know what you guys want me to do. Okay. You sound, you, you sound so stressed out. You sound like you have a lisp today. I'm, I don't have a list. You know, I, I, I did I did chug my smoothie a little hard, and uh, I, I didn't get to take my wheatgrass pills yet, so my body's not alkalized, so I may mess up on some of my words. He's so flustered that, today, I, I, Jair. I, I, am, I am feeling good. The responsibilities, it's, it's getting hot. I mean, my, my bank account just went $9 in the negative the other day because I forgot to put in money for my Venmo, but but we're doing, we're doing pretty good, okay? We're, we're, not, we're not going bad. My dryer just broke. <laughs> It just broke. The handle <laughs> just broke, and I had to order a new part that cost two hundred dollars. So I don't, I don't get know a new dryer. You don't need to, that. How to survive this? But best believe, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Okay. I say you just sell the house. Uh, can, sell the can house. I, can I do a timeout? Can I do a timeout? Yes. I would like to welcome the fans to another episode of <laughs> A Life of Jared. Hall. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the fans to another episode of How You Know, which is also uh, HDTV. What am I doing? What am I doing? How How do I work this? You know, I think your mom, I think when your mom moved out, she's like, all right, I'm going to make it so hard for him. I'm going to no, take this uh, part. It's just, it's just like everything started to crumble. Like, right here. The second my mom moved out, like, I saw bikes in my house. Like, I had to get a bike strap. I, I saw roaches. Like, I was like, this This has never been here in the 20 years that I've been here. The second she moves out, everything just starts going up. Like, it's the Amityville Horror House, which they I live go, nine minutes go. away from, which everybody always asks me if I ever gone to. It's like, listen, that house is haunted, and it's also in a white part of the neighborhood. So either way, I'm going to get shot. This is true. Hey, you're right. You're right. You're right. Only only white people, only white people go go to that stuff. No, I mean I, I do deliver to that house on my route, so I, I actually see the house. But you know, it's it's renovated, so you know, I, the, the, white people live in it now. That's all I can say. White people. Live I'm in saying that house white now. people are the only as ones long, that, that go to that stuff. As long as you change, as long what? as you put in new bathroom curtains and tiles, they're gonna forget about the murder that happened there in 1969 and all the possible hauntings. Like no no, no one cares about. As long as you have a nice kitchen backsplash. You're good. <laughs> Jaya, do you like training in the morning or in the afternoon? You know what, Austin? I saw that. I posted that on Instagram. If you like training in the morning or, in the, or the late night, and you come to the morning. The morning's and, so much uh, better. I'm curious as to when you was the last time you were down morning. Uh, uh, Sunday. Sunday. Planet Fitness? Yeah, PF, baby. PF, baby. Did the you cheapest. The on Sunday? No, there was no pizza there. Remember when I called? Well, call again. She said I'm pretty hot. And again? actually, I did see, I did see the. Uh, oh, I, I think you were going. Were you not here? Yeah, you left. You, you had to go to Trader Joe's. Um, I actually met the girl that was on the, on the phone. Yeah, she was no, there. 
Did not. Well, she you, yeah, she works there. She's a front desk lady. And I was like, yeah, you guys have pizza? And she's like, are you the one that called about it a couple of days ago? I said, uh... No. Can't sit over there. Can't sit over there. <laughs> first, off, first off, you said you were going to the gym. Why would you go to the gym and say, hey, so you guys got pizza? That's not Because I wanted to see. Because I wanted to see. I had to do my research. I had to go right in the okay. morning and see no pizza and see no bagels. She said, oh, you were the one who called a couple of days ago? And you couldn't just say, no, who did that? You had to No say way. It. I was like, hell yeah. She's like, yeah. Was she cute? But I, yeah, she's fine looking. She's cool. See, again, he says cool. <laughs> Austin, when you say cool, the girl's ugly. Just say that she's ugly, all right? You can't, <laughs> you, we cannot ask you about the way that the girl looks, and she said, and you say she's cool. It makes us think that she's butt ugly. She looks like she Ooh. looks like the little troll from the ring. Just, just, just be honest with us. You don't have to lie to us, okay? She had very nice hair. But the fact that you got to <laughs> you gotta describe other parts. Say, like, hey, is this girl cute? Well, she got some nice shoes on. Though. She got <laughs> nice hair. Yeah, and I, I really just, when you describe a girl, the more specific you get, the worse it is. Like you might as well say that yo, Austin, is she cute? Well, she speaks English. That's what <laughs> you might as well say. Because it, I it, really, it, it, you're I not really you're like, not giving you're not giving any other insight as to as besides the one that we're asking for, Austin. So please just, <laughs> just give it up. I really like how the purple oh, well, yeah, shirt she has, a, she, has a, she has definitely she has a dump truck. I was like, oh she has a dump truck. Well, I, I really a dump truck company. <laughs> Like, I really like, here. I really like how her yellow shirt matches the the purple logo. So it's nice. And that's something that's it's not nice. even up to our own accord. I'm pretty sure she's forced to wear that outfit. But <laughs> yeah, okay. So you went you you went out to the gym. What did you work out? I had to work out uh, chest and uh, my chest and back. Okay, because my back stretch <laughs> out. He said, "What you work out? I have to wear my chest and my chest and uh, my, my chest, oh, my, my chest, chest and my back. My chest and my back. Tries for the guys and Don't have them. To lie. Um, if you did not work out, you did not. Work I out. did. Chest and chest. Oh, Dude. curls for the girls. Tries for the guys. That's that's what it is. Gotta get your triceps and your curls in. Tries for the guys. Tries for the guys. Your triceps. You gotta look good. Where is the triceps? I don't even know." Yeah, we well, know just that thing. I, I think I know a couple guys. I don't know where they are. They can point them out for you on their body. Where's the triceps? How did you just say tries for the guys and hit your chest? Tries for the guys, curls for the girls. I'm gonna get a quick promotion in. Hey guys, how you know podcasts were live on Zoom again? Because I do not want to drive out to the Hamptons. Uh, go, no, click the link in my bio. There, everyone's here except for Peter. I don't know where he is. He might be in a ditch somewhere. So if you've seen Peter. Uh, Lewis, before uh, hit us up because we do not know where he is. Please report. How you know? Please call tr- Trader Joe's. Please. The hotline. Please <laughs> call Trader Joe's. Maybe Trader they have Joe. them in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they have them next to the gluten-free, uh, non-binary pizza. Yeah, he would. That's probably where he would actually be. He either be be there or by the ice cream. <laughs> I just can't with Trader Joe's. Everything is just so specific. I got my sister working there now. And she's like, really? I've never been to the store with this. Everything is so specific. Wait, 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 wait. Non gluten. Wait, you you suggested that your sister works there, or your sister just applied and she's taking the Trader Joe's uh, test? Test. <laughs> no, my sister works there. When is she like you, a cashier? When did your sister get hired by Trader Joe's? About. 
two months or maybe a month and a half ago, a little while. Then why have why have we heard about this? I thought I thought that would have been something that we heard about. about yeah, yeah. The weekend the weekend recap is in like a minute. Not right now. Well, that was a joke. <laughs> okay. I can't I can't even All find right. a sound effect that even worked for that. Oh, here we go. Here's one. Yeah, Austin had his sound effect face on, and miraculously, it looks exactly like he's trying to fart face. So I didn't know what was going on, but all I knew is the kids were struggling. So, uh... No, what? She's really working at Trader Joe's right now? working at Trader Joe's? Yeah. He's so cryptic all the time. So anyway, talk about... Uh, oh, the uh, FBI. Uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, Austin had a question that he wanted to ask you that he asked me about earlier in the week, but I'm not no, sure I'm if not you asking. No, I'm not asking. I'm not asking. I'm not asking that. Nope. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm no asking. Problem. I'll ask it in, in person. It's so much better. Or you, you just ask him off air. You say it over there. I'll ask him off air. You say Nope. No, Austin, say it over the air. No, Austin, say it over the air. No, I've learned my lessons. Nope. Save it for the air. Save it for the air. Nope. I have learned my lessons. I've been yelled at. I've been scrutinized. I am not going to say it over the air. I'm going to think about what I'm going to say before I say it, even though if I say it, it's probably like, Pretty funny, but I, I don't want to get any texts anymore. I'm tired of getting text at two o'clock in the morning. Not not just not not Jair, just two o'clock in the morning from random people saying, uh, uh, "Why did I say that?" Even though, hey, who who else is texting you about what you said yeah, on this podcast? I'm not going to say that either. Right now, and it's at zero. I'm pretty sure it's at negative three. I looked I'm at the stream. Gonna... I'm about to try how it's possible, but the streamers are at negative three of this podcast. So I want you to to think about who is here and who is not, and then stuff like that. Well, uh, that's all I'm saying. Oh, you're talking about Peter. Okay. All I'm right. not. A, nope. No, I'm not saying a word. You can, uh, you can, uh, think about, you can use your imagination, I but I am so 2 a.m. Who, who did it? Uh, the person, you think about the people that are not here. You think about the uh, people that are not here. Uh, there's only Peter? one of us. Because of, of course. No, was because it? of I nope. I didn't say it. I didn't say his name. I didn't say his name. I didn't say anybody's name. But uh, but hopefully, uh, because you guys might have you know stumbled upon it, I I don't get a text at two a.m. in the morning because I did not say that person's name because I've learned my lesson of what I can You're say. I've, ne- I've never I've never seen the creator of a show be more scared of their producer in my life. Like I it's think I think I think. I think the only other producer that's been more feared in history like this has been Harvey Weinstein. So I, I, I don't I don't know of any other dynamic that's set up like this, but Austin, you're Jewish and sometimes you gotta lay the hammer down and just say, Listen, I'm Jewish, I got the money here, I do what I want. I know, it's just you know, I I'll tell you later, but uh <laughs> I just cannot uh I don't wanna hassle with it, uh, because uh it, it's quite annoying. And uh, I, it's just better just to uh, to not talk about it because it just makes everything worse. Hey, man, you know what? You broke up with your girlfriend like a couple months ago, but I think I found a new one for you. No, uh, I, I would never date you. this person <laughs> if the person was the last person on earth. Oh, Jair got a new hairstyle. I like that. Why are you looking around like you didn't just say what you said? But we all heard it. Uh, but yeah, Peter, I, I we miss you. now we know why you've been missing from the podcast for about five weeks. I mean, I tried to call you the other day. You went straight to voicemail. Uh, and I wanted to I oh, wanted to share the fact that I watched Shang Chi in theaters with you, and I love the movie, and I even love the soundtrack even more. But uh, Peter, Peter, we, we do miss you. And uh, Anderson Park, Fire in the Sky on that album is fire, son. Do I do I miss him here? Maybe. Talking That's about, all I'm gonna uh, say about that. Okay, people, you just said uh, not. To- 
how how was the the Drake album? Did anybody feel a little emotional? Did anybody uh, have any? Uh, I guess I haven't really listened to it. Honestly, to it? no, no. I've been listening to a lot of Doja Cat. She's hot. Okay, okay, so at least what about Donda? Did you listen to Kanye West? So? Uh, no, no. Okay, that's enough. Right. You could just. Say I that. will listen. We should do a listening party. Did you know? Actually, did you know on Spotify? If you do a Spotify podcast, you can put real music in there. Did you know that? I found wow. that out yesterday. So, uh, I guess next podcast is going to be a. I'm going to ask if we can Spotify. do something with Spotify because. Yeah, I mean, that'll be that'll nice be because device. our intro music right now, it sounds like it's uh, to the tape of a huddle video. Like, this, <laughs> is, this, is, this is the same music that is used for for a couple of my friends who tried to go D3 in college during football. Like, yeah, all, all I'm <laughs> music, I think about high school football touchdown. That's, that's exactly what I'm thinking about. This is uh, this is the uh, elevator in uh, Team Graham, senior, six four, out of Farmingdale. That's exactly what I'm seeing right now. Now, now swinging. It does sound like huddle football music that I just went and blocked the punt or something like that. <laughs> yeah. The next clip goes. Now, starting running back for the for the Florida for the Farmingdale Rams, number twenty two. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on now. What? Farmingdale State College did not have a football team. Skip. Oh, Next. I'm talking about Farmingdale High School. No. Yeah, Farmingdale State College does not have a football. You know, okay, Farmingdale State College was an agricultural college Rams. before they changed into a, a full college. Why would you say Rams? Farmingdale High School. Wait, what are the Daler? What is a Daler? It's your worst nightmare, buddy. Don't now, say that. Now, starting. Some people ask, hey, what's a Daler? And then they got beat four years in a row. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean the Daler. Adele is your worst nightmare, but for Massapequa, cocaine is their worst nightmare. <laughs> well, <hold on. laughs> that is drug bus. <laughs> what did what you just say? I said, or Oxycontin. Oxycodone. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah. were like, uh, said, you know what? Yeah, we're rich. We got Oxycodone. And the cop said, you said what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't they say were that like uh, top three for like Oxy- Oxycodone uh, uh, amphetamines in the tri-state, I believe. Like for they drug were, drugs. At least they're, least they're good at something. Two. Um, East Meadow, I know, was number three. I East Ghetto. Was number one. East Ghetto. Uh, Remember that? Was it Holy Trinity that was number one? I don't know, but best believe that a drug bus came down and Master people, you should be asking what to do. <laughs> well, that's right. You should just be focused on lowering your drugs and getting more black people in your schools because that's the only way you're going to beat us in basketball. I'm going to tell you that right now. If it wasn't for you... Curtis Jenkins, Delik Bigor, or Keyshawn Petit-Ferrer, or Kevin, those guys, the best people would have steamrolled us. But we had some black kids on the team, and we balled up on them. And remember, I played for the basketball team. so You didn't play for the you basketball team. You did not team. play you for just, the basketball you, team. You tried out, and in between the time this. that you tried out, in between first cuts, they were making a decision, and you didn't make the first cuts. So you, in your head, you say that you were on the team, but you really weren't, all right? You you, you didn't make the yeah. team. You didn't play for the team. You didn't travel for the team. You weren't on the team. You just you just tried out and waited to see if you got cut, and guess what? You got cut, all right? So, so you, you got to accept that that fact of life. I'm sorry. Okay. Using that logic, I was on I was on SNL. For Listen, two minutes. I, uh, I'm an all American, so it doesn't matter what American what. It doesn't. That's I, like that's, I didn't see that's you. like saying you match with a girl on Tinder just because you swiped on her, and you and you and, you, and then between in between the time that you what? waited for her to swipe no on sense. you, and then they swiped on her, you're, you're just saying, yeah, I matched with her. Yeah, we're going on a date, and she didn't even swipe on you yet. All right, so you you, you didn't get it. You didn't get consent, pal. James Pastier did not give you consent to be on the team, but he did give consent to cheat on his wife. <laughs> You know what? 
I'm not going to. I'm going to throw it out. So, Jay's not here. That's a guy's penis going down. this coach 24-7 in our school that was always on the phone and always said, uh, yeah, do whatever, blah, blah, blah. He was on the, he was a basketball coach. He was a football coach. JV, both, no, JV and Man, Farmingdale needs some money. Jesus. And uh, come to think of it, I was like, why is he always on his phone? And then it go, all the girls are like, oh, I was in Jay Pastier's office. He's so cute, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward five years later, my girl tells me, yeah, my friend slept with him. I was like, slept what? with him? And she was like, again? 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 <laughs> Don't say that over the air. <laughs> Again, yeah, something from the 50th time. I mean, Barbara High School had a coach that the guy, it was just so evident that he was cheating on his wife. He was also <laughs> the bartender at one of the most popular bars uh, on Barbara on Main Street. He flirted with my mom a couple times. We went we went there for a birthday. He was like, oh, it's your birthday, darling? Let me get you a shot. I mean, he winked at her. I was like, hey, Miss Pastier, I'll see you in class tomorrow, 8 a.m. He goes, I'll see you in class, too, right after I leave your house. <laughs> what if what if, like, you, what if you went like, what if you went uh, Jared uh, do you want to ride to school tomorrow I'm gonna to go home with your mom I'll just I'll take you oh, on the way gosh. yeah he's, he was a very famous very famous person very famous what very happened famous. to him but you want that out of your high school coach because like high school coaches are just like basketball coaches are just so cool like the wrestling coaches you could tell that guy he, you could tell that guy got hit when he was younger like he had a lot he of anger. Yeah, he, he had cauliflower ear even though he never fought professionally like it it, it was just, it was just very evident. But you know our track coach, Mr. Hedding, he he was no nonsense type of guy. No nonsense. I mean, type those of runners, guy. they don't when, stop running. When, you know, you know, you know what they he would don't. say to us. You know what he say to us to like like um encourage us to to like work harder. What? He would be like, all right, well, we do like two minute planks. He'd be like, all right, one more minute left. Be tough, be strong. And then that's it. He wouldn't say anything. <laughs> all right, but we're we're gonna do we're gonna do some jumping jacks. Uh, here we go. One. Yeah, but you know it, it worked out. I mean, Jire Jire's all American. Our team won counties a lot. You know, Nico Frado, Michael Outing, Del Voltaire, uh, uh, TJ Greco. These are all guys that are very working good. out. I've been um, sorry, too much all American. I've been lifting very crazy recently. Mm-hmm. A lot of different things going on with my body. And Austin, I'm just like you. I'm talking chest, chest, tries and buys. Try to the guys, baby. Austin, me, you might have to work out soon because I've been seeing a. I'm the real cookie monster. Let's just say that. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, I mean, your body's changing, and that, and that could be the fact because you lost a lot of weight recently within the last four months. Right. I did three Austin, of them at the gotta, same you time. Better, you better work on that. You better work on <laughs> all, all I'm saying from all American to the all how you know podcast all isn't I'm funny how is the world me, works. All I'm saying, I worked out, and uh, let's just say. The weight didn't move from his stomach to his legs. The weight moved to the Caribbean. Austin, you say something like that again, and I got. I didn't say anything. I didn't say nothing. You want to play around? Remember, I can. I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. I'm not good, but I got something for you. Good. I. I didn't say anything. You think you're? What did I do? I told. You. I didn't say a word. Go it was ahead, him. Go. I told you I'm not getting in trouble anymore for what I say. So I didn't say a word. I just play funny sound effects. Jaya said good, and the chair said Ferrari. I said Austin. Okay, I got some for you, Chair. I told you I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. 
Don't get mad at me. I didn't say nothing. I just played sound effects. Like that. Oh, or something oh, like God. this. All right. Let's, tra uh, my Trader Joe sound effect. Let's get it. You let's hear get that? We can recap. That's all the non-existent money that we have. Oh, hey, I want to just tell you, this this uh, podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp. Use the code, we're not sponsored uh, by BetterHelp. Use the code, we're not sponsored. BetterHelp.com slash how you know podcast. Or you can go to the alternative link. Uh, better uh, uh, BetterHelp. Don't get mad at Austin because he didn't say anything wrong. All right, let's get into the weekend recap, y'all. You know what it is. Uh, one of you? us is a recap of our week or weekend. It's going to be it's two you. truths and a lie. We have to sit here and distinguish which one is the truths and which one is the cap. And look at those two losing teams he's wearing. Jesus. Listen, man, I'm a New Yorker at heart. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, I, th th this, whole you state just, this whole state just represents, you know, the clinical depression. All right. We're, we're, all you got to do is switch to a Brooklyn Nets hat and switch to no, a Bills hat. I'm not going to switch Bills to a Brooklyn Nets hat. Okay, I, I don't like it. I, and I don't like the congestion that it added to Atlantic Avenue because, best believe, it takes me like an hour to get from Atlantic Avenue into the city. So I, it sucks. I, I, and the tickets are so much money now. Remember, I used to get them for 50 bucks courtside seats. Now 50 yeah, bucks can't even get you a hot dog. It brings nothing but a feud between MGK and Conor McGregor for some reason. And I don't know why you're a fighter trying to fight someone that looks like a, 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 a that looks like a tall mannequin. But but hey, he's got Megan Fox though. What Megan Fox is not? She looks like she smelled a fart. It, like every time I look at her, she looks like she smelled a fart. I don't, I don't yeah, know what's going on with her face. I don't, know, I don't like her body, but whatever. Um, but I'm just I'm just a New York guy through and through. I love the Knicks. I love the Jets, which means I love I love disappointment. Uh, but if you look at my parents' losing. divorce, that's an example of that. But what you got what you got to realize is that New Yorkers we, we live in New York and we live in the chaos. We live in it. If it's snowing twelve feet on the ground, we're we're out there shoveling it because we love it and we're gonna stick with it no matter what. So look like uh, Spike Lee right now. With, um, with, with that, you got the Knicks and the Jets. No, I was I was watching Spike, Spike Lee's documentary on the coronavirus and 9-11, and he is so inappropriate when it comes to like he'll yeah. be interviewing like firefighters. Firefighters be like, Yeah, you know, I lost all my eight of my friends in 9-11. He'd be like, Oh, that's good. Knicks are Brooklyn. And it's like, okay, Spike, <laughs> this is not this is not the time to ask that, Spike. He's a, okay? he's a true New, New Yorker. He's, he's like, the guy was like I lost my mom the corona. I, I lost my mom the corona. I was really depressed. And Spike was like, Okay, when you're playing 2K. Knicks or Nets, and it's like I lost. That's a my that's mom. a great sketch. That's a great <laughs> sketch. That's a great um, sketch. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do about about the coronavirus, uh, for, uh, President Biden? Um, do this. All right. Better question. Uh, Knicks or uh, Brooklyn? Yeah. So you know, I, I'm just a, I'm just a Knicks kid. I'm a Jets kid. I'm wearing a jersey of someone that got traded away, and the only reason why I got it is because my brother said I looked like him, but I, I don't look like him now because he's not in New York anymore. So. Um, yeah, this is what it is. But I love my team. I I I, I don't. I, get to I this would wear a lot, so I would wear a Jair Ewa jersey if I could get one, an All Star. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I have to start branding myself. I have to start putting myself out there. I mean, the Ewa name. Everybody wants a piece of it, and uh, yeah, I'm not paying for it weekend, though. A lot of girls hit my DMs and said they want a piece of it. Oh yeah, hold on. Uh, speak, oh! speak, uh, speaking of that, you can uh, you can find uh, Jair and I. You can find us at Burgerology Brunch. Ja uh, Jared, if you want to show up, you're more than welcome. We'll be, we'll be drinking, eating, and signing autographs. Jared, are you off on Sundays? You know I'm not off on Sundays. You know I work on Sundays. You switched your schedule. Jeff I, forgot. I, forgot. I forgot. I didn't switch my schedule. I've always been working on Sundays. I've no, been you switched your schedule. Like no, no, you switched your schedule like two to three months ago. 
No, I've always been working hear. on Sundays. No, Chad, I've always, wrong. I I no, switched my not. schedule. I switched my schedule, but I've always worked on Sundays. Liar. Anyway, I know. I'm not lying. I used to have off Fridays, but if I you want to come hang with us Sunday. I don't know what to tell you guys. Like Jeff Bezos the got the space, and he didn't do it on his own dollar. I'm just gonna say that. All right, I gotta work. <laughs> Dude, I got I, I to deliver pampers to people. I'm, I'm delivering pampers to people every day. Like, I, 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 deliver, I deliver pampers to the same house. I'm like, okay, who is using these diapers in here? It's like, it's like are, do you have a baby or do you have a diaper fetish? Like, I don't know what's going on here, but, like, I deliver diapers. I'm delivering Essentia water, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm delivering vibrators because I dropped the box the other day and it started to vibrate. <laughs> and then, it, and then it started, and the, the box started to rotate. I was like, I'm not touching that. Man, our, our new Amazon guys are so lazy now. They used to bring it up to, to the to the stairs and put it by the front door. Now they just throw it at the gate. Guys right, turning into freaking. They do a better job at delivering uh, Amazon boxes than they do delivering pieces because they can't even get into the right house. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I was so actually happy that happened because I was like, wow, I got a free pizza. Look at this. <laughs> I I just made sure Jair like I called Jair and I was like, did you get your money back? Because if not, I'm walking in there and taking it from the cash register. I'm still mad that I didn't get a slice of that pizza. Uh, I'm still I'm I'm hungry right now. So I'll listen. Next 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 show, I'll uh, I'll uh, I will uh, order us pizza. It'll be here uh, the start of the show. All right, be I'll be here. there. I'll be I there. Will, um, I'll order pizza for all the times I don't buy. I'm I'm getting some money now, so uh, it's on oh, me. Oh, you're this getting time. some money now. You say now? Where did where did Jair go? Down here. He's changing into a jersey, probably. Jair, is your room see- clean? No. Look at that floor. Uh, so, funny story about that. I thought he was naked. I'm actually getting my room clean. Uh, it took me uh, took me a little while. It, it's really just long. That's gonna sort itself out. I'm making my bed every morning. Um, I am turning into a new person. I actually changed my sheets. I laid the the covers down. Yo, I, yo. What? Don't say that over the air. What do you say? Change your sheets. That's supposed to be a regular thing. So don't. No, no. I, I'm just saying when you make your but... when you start a new. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, like, right. you, got a lot of girl, you got a lot of girls in your DMs now. Don't say you just change your sheets because now they're going to be like, okay, you don't have don't clean Don't say sheets. the girls over the DM over yeah. the air because... You, you you said that. I didn't say a word. I'm not even going to play sound effect. And just Austin, kidding. you already said something, so I'm coming after you. I didn't say a word. I didn't I'm say a whole word. I didn't say a word, okay? I'm just sitting here. Playing my sound effects, trying to think of funny jokes, not get text at 3 a.m. in the morning about what I said on the podcast two months ago. No, All right, I so I, I just don't need it. I got some for you. I didn't say anything. Good. Good. You good. Mean good. good. You're the, you know, you're the worst, Jared. Jared, you're the worst because you're the one that sets people up. You set I don't people set up. Nobody you're up son. Yes, you do. Yes, I do you not do. Set anybody up. Yes, I did you nothing. do. I did, I did nothing. nothing. Look, look at you. Look at you. It was smirk. You, uh, you did everything. I'm smirking Everything. because I'm honestly confused as to where to look. I'm not sure to look at my computer or the camera. That, that's that's look just at what me. happened. Okay? Look at me. Let's, I'm let's, the dude. You're the one who said it. I heard you. I didn't. I didn't say it. I you said nothing. It. I can't. What tell, I, say? I can't. I can't tell if Jair just has a lot of books or if he's studying to be a doctor. But those are a lot of books in that closet, guy. Yeah, I've been. I've been reading. I've been reading. Post it on Instagram. Why you yeah, slap that? Like I've been reading and I've been finding out a couple things. I don't know what I know what that means, but I'm gonna get into the weekend recap now. All right, so this week, yeah. All right, just want to make sure. What is it again? Two truths, two truths, and a lie. All right, let's do it. Uh, This week, I got to at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. I got to perform in front of uh, Mario Van Peebles, director of New Jack City. 
most frequently going to places like the comic strip, the Grizzly Pair, Hills Comedy Club. So I think he's trying to find some type of talent or either like he's, he's been with these young girls. Um, so maybe his daughters are going to NYU and he's just like acclimating them to the, the space. But I, I got to perform in front of him. I got to shake his hand, meet him. Tell me very good. So, so maybe we'll, we'll see uh, where that goes. This week, uh, I was late to a show because it was, it, it, was, it was a lot of traffic and I got out of work late and I was almost late to the show and I showed up directly when I got up. Like as soon as soon as the other comic got down, the the host was like, "Okay, our next comic. I'm not sure where he is." I walked to the door and I got on stage. Uh, so I cut I cut it real close, but I killed it. Friday night, killed it. Um, that's what now I'm wait, doing. would that would that would that whole thing be late to a show, a lie, and kill it be a truth, or would the whole statement is either a lie or truth? No, whole statement is either a lie or truth. Okay, I want to make sure. And uh. Third one, third one, third one. The, the lie is coming. Here we go. No, Where's no, no. Lie? You, you always run out the gas <laughs> on the third one. So, you know, you always got to do that. Uh, let me think. I like this music. Hold on. This is our weekend recap music. Giannis Papas is not taking me to Virginia this weekend. I feel like you would have told me if you're going to, if you're going to Virginia this weekend. That'd be good. He's not taking me to Virginia this weekend. But that could be the lie. He maybe he could be taking you to Virginia this weekend. That's all part of the game, Austin. You gotta use that head of yours. Where did Jair go? Wait, hold on, pause. I didn't say anything. I said nothing. I didn't say a word. Focus I just played sound game. effects. What? Focus on the game. Focus on the no, game. I'm pissed. Uh I'm gonna say uh where's the music? Oh, wrong one. I'm gonna say Okay, number one. I feel like that's definitely the truth. Number two, late to show, but you still killed it. I feel like that's another truth. Like my time, like- my time, my time to go on was eight fifty. You usually want to get there twenty minutes before, and I walked in directly at eight fifty. That makes sense, though. That makes sense. And number three, Virginia Giannis Papas. I feel like you would have said something that you were going, but you might not want to keep it a secret because you understand. The entertainment business, and you wouldn't want to tell me everything until the show. So I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. I might. I might be. I might be pulling a Knicks Jets move here, but I'm gonna go for the audible, and I'm gonna go for number three. Is the lie? I feel like you are going to Virginia this weekend. That is. That is not the lie. That was the truth. Uh, I mean, it, it. It. It could. It could change within. I mean, it could change within a time span between now and tomorrow. Uh, if I can get off work, but like he has not invited me yet. Uh, the first oh, one he's not lie. even invited you. Okay, damn what? it. What? He so has he has he talked to you at all? Because I saw him on the roulette thing again. He go he was like this. Jay Harvey fifteen. <laughs> You're a funny guy. I I gotta have you on stage. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I you know, have it, you, and that's it. I think I just need one more home run, and then maybe I could be in there. Uh, the first one is a lie. Uh, the first one is a lie. I didn't get to perform in front of Mario Van Peebles. I saw him. I met him outside of Greenwich Hills Comedy Club. He has been going around to the comedy clubs and just looking at shows. Um, but I got to shake his hand. I got to. I got to introduce myself to him. But uh, he was on. He was on the show that I could have performed on, but I was doing another show in Brooklyn. So that was a mess up. I did walk in at eight fifty exactly. I walked on the stage and I, and I killed it. Uh, and yeah, he has not invited me to Virginia yet. But it, you know, it could change. So you, you never know. Why I knew number two was not a lie it was because I remember your Instagram. That you posted somebody saying Jay Harden 15 killing it. So I was like, all right, that has to be. 
not the lie. Yeah, but yeah, that was, uh, that ever, was uh, Drexton Clemens. Do you ever get pissed when you when you're at work, right? Like I do this with at, at insurance, and I have to go do something. I have to do something like I have to say lines or something. Do you get really like pissed that you're gonna be you're gonna be effing late to the job you want to go to because the job you don't like is keeping? Yeah, you? because I, I don't I don't, I don't like to uh, I want to show my dedication to the, to it, and I also I don't want to rush because I, I want that to be prepared. If I'm rushing to work for Amazon, who cares? I'll just throw the yeah, I'll just throw, the, throw the package, package on, the on the doorstep, and you know that that's that'll be it. But like it's my jokes, it's my representation, so I I want to be there on time. But uh, yeah, I I do get. I do. Wow, you spelled his name wrong. You, you spelled his <laughs> name actually wrong. You left out an N and you left out a P. So, um, I don't know who wrote uh, this because that was just on the ticker. Oh, here we go. That's the one I'm looking for. Uh, wow. Okay. Wait, wait. Uh, um, take me. So you know that that because I haven't so I haven't done it without being in school. So uh, you have a show that that day, but you're working a full shift. Now, in the shift, are you just thinking about what you're going to say, preparing your mind? There's no way you're thinking about Amazon that day. There's no way you're focusing well, on it. You're no, focusing I actually on am focused on Amazon because I it, because I'm, I'm trying to see how many deliveries I can do within within an hour so I can finish on time, so I can finish because I'm, I work I work in Amityville, so I'm delivering to Amityville, so I can either, before I start my route, I can come home and eat some breakfast real quick, or afterwards, after when I finish, I can come home, shower, change, then clock out, go back to work, return the van, and then just head straight from Hicksville to work. So I am focused on Amazon because I'm trying to figure out how many uh, stops I can get done and what time I can finish by. Um, I do think of certain jokes, but I'm not really thinking of my whole set during the day. Like I'm trying to relax and trying to listen to music. And then when I can get into that headspace, I can, you know, so I can be free and I can be loose. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the rush. I just, I just no, rather, no. You know, that's why yeah. like, I, I never I never understood when I was growing up and I was listening to these comedians and stuff. And uh, before a show, they wouldn't want to do anything. And then after a show, they're the ones who like after doing this show, I don't want to do anything. Like, I'm like, I'm like burnt out after doing this. I don't know why. Well, no, I'm, I'm not burnt out after doing this. I do want to do something else. like if it's if it's if it's like something else. Like I don't want to do another podcast after this, but I'll, I'll add yeah, I know something. you mean something else or like I'll something do some stand up. But um, yeah, I I. Uh, the uncomfortable okay, builds the people that really want it the most. You know, that's but what you I got, realized. You got to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. That's what makes everybody great. That's when I was watching stand up the other day, open mic night, and the person telling the jokes was it was funny jokes, but you could just see how tight and how nervous they were. They completely just messed up. It was just when when, when you're nervous and when you're tight like that, it makes the audience really just tight and really like nervous for you because you might do something. But yeah. it was funny jokes. It's all about being relaxed. And comfortable, gotta be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be comfortable being uncomfortable, and that's what I'm mastering. Like, uh, that's why I'm grateful. Like, performing now at Greenwich Village, you get different people, and you know, you just get different perspectives and different views, and you get to see that, and you get to maneuver around that, and you get to see what jokes work and what writing is good or what needs to be punched up. So, never scared about that. I'm never scared about that. But uh, speaking of comedy, man, uh, on a serious note, we we uh, recently lost uh, a legend yesterday, Norm McDonald. He had a ten uh, year battle with cancer. Uh, you even say anything. You even say nothing about about cancer. You said you know, absolutely some, nothing. Some people, some people want to have a, a silent battle. You know, maybe it's a fact of you know they don't want sympathy from the game, or they don't want to be looked at differently, or maybe it's just a private thing where they don't want their family to be affected. It, you know, when you're in the public light, the private light, that you know. Uh, that that type of reemergence and the people reporting on it could put a lot of pressure on you and your family. And you don't need to focus on that, you know. And, I'm just and, and, and about, it's really a t- it's really a testament to who he was as a person, you know. Yeah, he was a man. 
I, I'm just thinking about now. Now he's in he's in heaven, right? Right, and he's talking to God, and he's like, "Hey, so uh, how did I die?" I'm like, "Oh, you died of cancer." Oh, cool! I died like uh, everybody else. Wow, that's awesome! Like I just see he he'll make it fun of his death. That that's the kind of comedian he was. No matter like he would he would just he they say the truth the truth in comedy and that and he would do that hundred percent. He would just say whatever he wants, especially on the, on the weekend update. That's why a lot of the SNL cast members didn't like him because he told the hard truth and and they called him a a, a stirrer of you know of of people fighting. But he was just saying the truth and that's why he was great because he didn't care. He didn't care what you look like. He didn't care who you are. Uh, well, he knows that if he can make you laugh, it's kind of like a Don Wrinkles where Don Wrinkles where he would, you know, not mess with you. But he's like, that's a perfect joke. He would say, like, wow, I died of cancer. Wow, that's cool. Everybody else does that. Wow. Like, he would just say something like that. It's like, yeah, wow, I mean, you really just said that? I mean, his writing, his writing was uh, very prolific, man. He was a, a great joke writer, great structure. But uh, something that I even respect more about him is the truth telling. Uh, and, and a lot of people who, who tell the truth like that, they have they struggle. They, they they let that uncomfortability get to them. But he was just such a seasoned vet that he would stay in the pocket. Like when you watch a stand up, he always be standing up straight. Mike stand in front of him, just talking into the mic. And he's always just in the pocket, cool, calm and collected. But the things that he's saying and the things that he's dissecting are, are very, are very hard issues. You know, they're they're not easy things to do. But, you know, with with his com comic prowess. Uh, and the power that he had had in his pen, man, he was someone to look up to. You know, one, he was, of mentors, he was, one of my mentors in the game told me that he was his favorite. And that was a that was maybe about like uh, six years ago. And I started to watch I started to watch him then. And I was like, oh, this guy is really powerful with the pen. And then I got to see him on uh, Weekend Update. And he really started like the realness. You know, when I when I yeah, started watching kept, SNL, kept real. Yeah, when I started watching SNL, it was Seth Meyers. Well, Seth Myers is funny, but sometimes he could just like dance yeah, around just, the topic, or yeah. he could just be very like one-sided. Uh, but you know, the reason why I love like Weekend Update with two people, especially with Colin Joseph and Michael Che, are my favorite. It's just like uh, it's a dual-sided uh, duality thing. And like Norm Macdonald, he he kind of attacked every side, um, and he kind of he led the way for guys like John Stewart too. You know, he guys, knew guys, he knew. He knew there would be a reaction. That's why a lot of times he would pause. He would just see, would see, would just say the joke. Everybody's like, everybody's like, oh my god, why do he say that? And he would just wait for it. He'd be like, I, I know when I say this, people are gonna get uncomfortable. And he just look. He, he's making himself. He made himself laugh because of that. He was making the audience laugh, but he liked, he liked making the audience feel uncomfortable. He liked looking at it. He yeah. liked seeing their reaction. That's why he would laugh. He would never laugh at his own jokes, but he would laugh at the audience reaction. I think that's what's great about it. I'm like, yeah, I said that. I learned from him, like being poised. There's no one that could be uh, uh, as poised as Norm Macdonald. Because being young, being a young comic, you know, you'll say things and you're not sure if they're funny. You know, you, you don't have the confidence to back it up. But like, people respect confidence from comics. Like, an audience can see that. And someone who's poised, who just set, who just says things. And not only like pauses, like how Bill Cosby was, you know, uh, praised for pausing and taking long pauses within his act, uh, being poised, have, have, having a purpose to the pause. What is this doing? What is this doing for me? What is this doing for the audience? And there's there's no one that that is uh, can compete with Norm Macdonald when it comes to that. He's the best uh, poised comic that I learned from um, that I picked up from. So man, I, I give I give praise to him. Uh, my condolences to his family. You know, uh, hope hopefully uh, his spirit is still um, lived on with the many of the comics, but also within his family. Just the spirit of like keeping it real and and yeah, keeping it real, 
very, having a comic perspective blunt. at all time, no matter what, you know. I, he, I, he he has a quote saying it's like uh, I'm there to make people laugh, and if they feel uncomfortable, that's even funnier. That's why he's like it's even funny. It just he he knew what would get under people's skin, but he always told the truth. He never he never told told a joke that that obviously told jokes that weren't funny, but he told the joke all the jokes they mean they made sense, and his observation and just putting it out the truth out there is great. Especially when he, if you go watch SNL, uh, the OJ Simpson trial, and he's doing Weekend Update. Just the just the jokes he's making, the satire. You know, yeah. he, he would he would say statement, but you know he's thinking the opposite, like a John Stewart type thing, the cushion yeah. the blow. But man, if you if you go watch him, he stands still the whole time, and he's just like looking. He's looking around, and goes like, "Ah, oh, you laughing? Are you are you are you uncomfortable yet?" Yeah, that's exactly. He's looking for he's looking for it. He knows what, what how to get the job done. Yeah, and that's why he's one of the greatest people. And for people that didn't like Norm, didn't understand, like guys, people don't like Andy Kaufman and stuff. They don't understand what they were trying to do. There's, there's, a, pur- there's a purpose behind it. That, and, you know, it's something that only very, it's something that sometimes comics can only see. Uh, like when, when you see one of your comic friends, like perform a joke differently or when they get a pause, when they usually don't get a pause within their set. That's something that comics can appreciate because they know there's a difference yeah. in there's a difference in perspective from the comic and from the audience. And all comedy is about is building a bridge. And sometimes you mess up building that bridge. Sometimes you know you don't put a brick in the right place, and there's like there's like obstacles to building that bridge. And people laugh at when the, when those obstacles happen and, and when those intrusions happen. And like that's that's funny in itself. Not not the actual yeah. not the actual bridge getting built. But the struggle to build the bridge and um, Norm realized the beauty within the struggles of building that bridge. And he, he accentuated them and he highlighted them, um, and which is which is very important for any growth of a comic. Because, you know, th- those those obstacles are like like we said, you know, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And and Norm did that, man. And he set the and he also had the voice. He had that that famous voice. Yeah. That's I mean, when, when you're coming when you're coming from Canada like he did. Canadians yeah. got it's funny like, voices. They say they, they do. say things in funny ways. Um, they say sorry and and whatnot. Sorry. But like you, you, some of the most Hello. unique voices. That's why they come from. out of Canada. But rest in peace, Norm. You the man. Jared and I will will take the torch. We'll, we got you. Don't worry about it. All right. Okay. There. Let's let's relax because there are other comics out there who actually knew him. We're so taking we the torch. Not, we're not going to take the torch. All right. We're, not, we're taking we're not the torch. We're the best. Leave this situation. We're the best. Okay, but but we appreciate what you did for the comedy community. We're going to say that. And thank you for passing the torch to us. Uh, I think uh, I think people forget. He actually said, uh, "Harvin slash Titel is going to be the next big thing." He said it. Prove prove me wrong that he he didn't say it. Prove me wrong. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Remember that? Yeah. Remember yeah. Meeting we had. He also, he also predicted COVID as well. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. Well, I, before we move on, if you go look at at his COVID videos, uh, he was doing like uh, stuck in the house. He did not did not look good. Yeah. And people yeah. people probably thought it was just him, you know, being in his house going crazy, but it was him dying of cancer. It's pretty messed up here, and that's a typical norm thing to do is not say anything. Be like, yeah, I have cancer. So what? You got a it's cigarette. It's his business at the end of the day. He doesn't owe explanation to nobody except maybe, you know, his wife or his kids, or I'm not sure if he had any, but you know, it's your business. And just just because just because you do something that puts you on a uh, a high level uh within the world doesn't mean that you owe the world the explanation. So, you know, it's that's that's what it is at the end of the day. 
know what I was thinking about too? Because he it was like a couple of days ago was the anniversary of uh of he 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 did have a kid. He has let's say he has one kid. Uh of Mac Miller's death. You remember sitting in the SA office and we were and we were just together. No, we were actually and I was like, and we were at, Oh, that's what I meant. Hun Union. And I was just like, get out of here. No way he died. No way. That was another thing. That was just like that. I was like, no way he died. No yeah, way. When I, when I saw when I saw Norm pass away, my mouth opened for like three seconds. Like it was fully open. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, I, was like was I was getting like initiated into thing. prison when I read the news. Because he's like, out of, out of nowhere, he's like, he died 61. Like, what? Did he like, for, first I thought maybe he killed himself. Like, did something like that happen? And, yeah. And, and also, and also, comedy is so new in the fact that. You know, most of our legends are still alive with, with, with the regards, you know, to Carlin and Pryor. But, you know, all due respect to them, some of those guys, they kind of cut their, their lives short with the use of drugs, you know, cigarettes yeah. and alcohol and stuff like that. But, you know, this is still this is still a very new genre. Uh, so uh, to hear to hear legends pass away, it's very hard to hear. The thing about legends, I just realized Lenny Bruce, who was the guy that laid down the foundations for what, like, social commentary and stand-up is right now besides the, like the quick one-liner punch like he was the first one to do that back in like the the 50s or 40s he's from Mineola. yeah you didn't know that he's from long island so, yeah well, i you, did not know you, that so like you, gotta, you probably, do have to know he's this. probably doing black comedy and best believe it was segregated yeah you got to know that uh a lot of the best comics are from long island eddie yeah, murphy there's something, there's something in the water it's there's because something in the water funny. and it's called racism it's because we're a peninsula. We're not even an island. That's why we don't even live in an island. We live in a peninsula. Yeah, when you, I think I think it's just like the best people who are comics are like the ones that are subjected to a certain environment, but have the ability to remove themselves from it. Like the best example of that is um, Donald Glover with Atlanta. Like he's from Atlanta. He's from the hood. But Donald Glover, I don't think he necessarily grew up poor. Like, I think he, he had a good lifestyle, and that's because his mom worked hard. But he was a, he was like hood adjacent, where he, yeah. he saw the struggles, but he wasn't necessarily in there. So that gave him a perspective to step back and look at the whole thing, the whole picture, rather than always being in and be be like uh, emboldened and be like in the trenches. And like I think that perspective is really good for comedy because you get to be the one to say, "Hey guys." This is how it is, but also take a step back because you get to see the whole picture and how things well, actually network. And then that, that that's when you get to lay down the foundation of jokes and like narratives and perspectives. So I think that's Long just Island, being around think it. We're so, we're so close to the city, but yet we're so yeah. far. We get to remove ourselves. That's why I'm not leaving the island. I'm not moving to Brooklyn because I want to stay funny and I want to be able to cut my lawn and have a relaxing Sunday. No, you're, you know what is you like? Uh, like I think the furthest I'm moving right now, I think I'm looking at Queens, like Forest Hills, because that's still on Long Island. I don't want to lose that 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 funny and or pay the prices, but uh, yeah, I mean, one of the all the best, some of the best comedians are from Long Island and stuff, but uh, it's definitely because each town has a, a specific type of person and people that live in that in that town. Like, I can make fun of the rich city people that come to West Hampton, or, or and and Jared, he he has he saw a little bit of it when he's at when he came over, but he can make fun of it because he's seen he's been around it. Like when we were. We were on my, my block and then all my neighbors came like it was a, like it was a show. My neighbors never come up to me, but I got two, you know, I got Jair, two big black guys right next to me. And they're like, is everything OK? Yeah. Yes, Donna, just go back to your $10 million house again. Again, I think I think you're making that up. I, I never heard I them know. say that. But but I remember I they were it. looking at they were looking at yes. us filming the video. And I remember there was like a dog barking at us consistently. Yes. There was a little kid screaming down the, down the uh, block. I remember that, but I don't remember asking if they were okay. But hey, no, they were mouthing. They went, they went, 
And I went, Comic exaggeration. No, I'm here for it. I support all comics. I support all comedy. So yeah, they were doing that. Hopefully, but, the uh, part, hopefully someone doesn't get mad at me for embellishing like, like that. No, it's okay. We we embellish all the time. I mean, I, we. I'm just saying, someone out there won't get mad at me. Okay. For all right. Let's. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. To, and we're gonna get back to sports because best believe the landscaper is coming in about 20 minutes. So I want to knock out these topics. Here we go. Woo! It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We gotta get new music. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah. I got it. Uh, there we go. All right. Hey, looking good. There Welcome we back. go. Uh, Welcome back to that short, short five minute break. The shortest of the breaks. Uh, let's just get into this uh, worldly topic. Uh, it was recently reported that people in France are uh, protesting, protesting the vaccine passports that uh, the French government has mandated. And they're fighting in the streets. And I saw the video of it. And they're fighting each other. They're not even fighting the police. Someone from the United States, the United States needs to go over to France and teach them how to protest. Because you need to fight cops in order to protest. Why are they protesting the, the passport thing? Everybody's got to do it now. They want to have the vaccine uh, passports, uh, I believe. So they're fighting each other. And now, today, they banned all Americans from coming to France if they're not v- vaccinated. So if you're unvaccinated, oh, wow. what a what a big loss not going to if France. If you're unvaccinated and you can't go, if you're unvaccinated, you can't go to France, which is a big boohoo. And it's very very funny that the people who are stereotypically do not care about their hygiene and health do not want to get vaccinated. Big surprise. <laughs> big surprise. Oh I'm man, sure let me go cancel COVID my plans. Protocol in France was that you had to stop kissing people, and I'm pretty sure you, you have to tongue kiss people to formally say hello in France. So like, the first, no wonder. The, no wonder why these people do not want to get vaccinated. The first mandate was to stop wearing open toe shoes. That's yeah. the first mandate. So the first incentive for people to get the COVID vaccine in France was that you get free, you get three free baguettes in France well, if you got you know, vaccinated, and that didn't work. And they France, were like, you get, some, you get some nice baguettes and some fromage, and you you you, you get a nice little grape, and you get a free screening of ratatouille, and that still didn't get it done. Not to say that's what I'm about to say. Uh, Fran- the the biggest movie that shows France is Ratatouille, and it's about a rat cooking food. So yeah. if you want to just say a little bit like, yeah, like these that, people, these people are unsanitary from the jump. Uh, I mean, I mean the gall of these people, and that 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 is a pun intended because France used to be called Gaul back in the day. But what what I'm just saying is, there's no surprise that these people do not want to get vaccinated. I mean, it's the it's it's the love it's it's the love language of the world. French or Spanish is, I think, but 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 like France is the most romantic place, and you can't you, you can't be romantic when you got an N95 on your face. You can you, you can't you, you can't do it tongue kiss. You. you can't you tongue must... kiss when you got to be six feet away, and and you know there, there's a glass there's a glass border up between y'all in the in the French restaurant. So, I want I mean, to kiss you. Sales. I mean, what do you expect? Take off the mask. I want to kiss you. You want to take off the mask. I'm pretty sure if you eat snails and you're protected against the COVID vaccine uh, and AIDS. I, I, I don't know. Like I the, think, the, if, the, I think if you live in France and you're not risk. dead, you, you already survived the COVID vaccine. If you're, if you're in France, you're not dead already. Yeah, you you survived it. 
France has gone through a lot, man. You know, they, they had the Bastille Day when they everyone got shot up. That's, oh, that's, man. That's the, I mean, France France could have the climate of America because, you know, you because you know you had the, you had the mass shootings and and I'm how how long ago was was that when they had the mass shootings? I think it was, think it was like two years ago, but like the yeah. uh, I think it was like two so years that, ago. So that oh that no, culture, I had to be three years ago, three years ago, three years ago. Okay, so that culture is still like prevalent, where it's like you know it's it's about the country, it's a it's a it's about uh you know the pride of the country, nationalism, and then you had the government you know mandating the COVID vaccine, and it's still some of the some of the same sentiments where you have like. Trump people who have pride in the country, you're, you're not going to take me over. I love my country. And people who just like really care about the country and don't want to see any more people die. I believe you can have that dynamic. And it's it's much like United States, how how uh, Spike Lee is demonstrating it in the documentary on HBO Max, you know, how 9-11 and COVID, how that, how the similarities in between the two. So it, it could be volatile over there, but, you know, there's no surprise over here. France, they just want to be free. They just want to be open. They want to be able to, you know, put their tongue in their ear in someone's ear if they want to i mean you, you don't want that freedom taken away from you so i get it i understand facts Fact. i didn't even know that that was even happening did that just happen did it just start yeah no i saw i mean they banned people today i saw the news and like a couple days ago i saw people fighting in the streets uh with the with the vaccine passports they were like yeah yeah and i was this like French revolution. Right. french oh revolution God. everybody grab the baguettes yeah, the baguettes and the pasta. Yeah, I mean, uh, they don't really like. I don't really like pasta. pasta, really pasta. Really? What do they? What do they eat besides bread in in France? I'm pretty sure it's bread, like some escargot and, and a little bit of foie gras, probably. Grab all the mines. We're gonna grab the French mines. And we're going to fight. <laughs> imagine, imagine you see mimes fighting over the COVID vaccine. They're just they're miming. As they're fighting, yeah, I mean, these people are fighting the COVID vaccine because they want to get COVID. Because if you lose taste and smell, you can't smell how bad people are over in France. I mean, that, that's exactly what you want. Essentially, we are going to go to climb the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, We're going I mean, to climb I mean, King Kong style. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if everyone around Pepe Le Pew had COVID, he may not be be labeled as a rapist because he, he would have been cool. He was would have been like a, a very flirty guy that doesn't smell bad. But hey, you know that that's the way it works. Oh man, France, French people are cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just hope. I, I hope. Do well, you ever you ever notice? France. You ever notice the people that that in high school they took French instead of Spanish? They think they're better than you. Hey, uh, what'd you take? Oh, I took Spanish. Oh, I took French. You ever? When's the last time you talked to a person? When's the last time you had to go to a uh, a a best market or a or a supermarket and ask somebody in French for some fish? When yeah, was the last I, time I, that I, I don't you know I don't know much French. I do know one thing the French got. They have my favorite cookie, the Madeleine. That is that's their fantastic. cookie. Those that's, good. that's my favorite cookie right there. It's just nice, buttery, flakery, crispy, crunchy. They got everything in it. It's just a nice, moist cookie. Matter of fact, I might run down to 7-Eleven and get some right now after this podcast because now my mind's on it. I'm going to get myself some almond milk and I'm going to enjoy my day. Yeah, I so, took uh, French yeah. in high school. Oh, you took Spanish? Oh, yeah, I took Spanish. The the language that uh, that is almost going to take over the whole United States. Oh, but you took French. The nine people in the United States that speak French. Yeah. Right, good for you. Yeah, I think French has the most tolerant language. Like, to- they have the most tolerant least understandable language because if someone's speaking french to me i'd still be tuned in to understand what they're saying because it sounds good you know 
So if someone comes up to me, like a, if a young woman comes up to me and speaks French, like, listen, I'd be like, I don't know what the hell you're saying, but keep on talking, girl. But if like a Middle Eastern dude comes up to me and starts speaking Farsi, I'm like, dude, step six feet away from me. And uh, that would have been racist, but I can't Stop it. I knew, I knew you were going. I knew it. I was about to cut your mic. I was going to say, uh, listen, it's better if you just not say I would be like, dude, step six feet away from me with that mouth. All right? Because I, I don't want I want to hear that. I mean, it's just like the 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 French has the, the like a delicate language, and there's there's some like other languages, just like aggressive, like German. German's yes. scary. I'll say German's scary. If we lose German I fans, I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in a place where a German's trying to tell me a secret because everyone's gonna know the secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, he, he, I just asked what where's the bathroom. That's all I asked. Yeah. Yeah, so it just it's just uh, French people. They're on their way. You know, they're figuring out. They're they're following. They're following the American model. I mean, I mean, you know, they're protesting the vaccine. We follow their American model. We follow their model with the with the American Revolution. They had the French Revolution, and they were singing in the streets like uh, like Les Misérables. And for some reason, Hugh Jackman was casting that, which I don't understand. But like you know, well, Hugh, Hugh Jackman is like six four, two hundred sixty pounds doing ballet. It's like all right, guy, we get it. Dude. <laughs> It's like how it's like when you find out Ben Diesel can dance. It's like this dude's doing ballet and plateaus and stuff like that. And he's singing. The play is so long, lay miserable. It's really yeah. lay miserable. It's a, it's a real that. long it's a real long play, but they're copying our our they're copying us now, just like we copied them. So you know, next thing you, you're gonna see Trump 2024 in the streets of France. You, you never know. It, it <laughs> couldn't happen. I have you have you do. I almost did a uh, what is it French accent. We love a Trump. Trump is very good. And, uh, that's yeah. Like practicing. Uh, yeah. Do it. That's what it is, man. Let's get into uh. Let's get into these uh sports stories. The Subway Series, right? Subway Series. Um, hold on. Uh, Subway Series. Mets versus Yankees. What a great. Subway series that was, even though that the Yankees lost to the Mets, I think it was two out of three. Uh, the Yankees lost two out of three. Uh, uh, no, what am I saying? The, the Mets won uh, the series. They they only won one game, the Yankees. But, oh, my God, if you're watching that game, they are rivals again. Let me tell you, it was so fun to watch the Mets versus Yankees because there was stuff at stake. Both teams trying to make the playoffs. Both Teams playing on 9-11. But that's like the biggest thing. They were playing on 9-11. There's a 9-11 game. And that's the game that the Yankees won because, you know, the Yankees are the best. But uh, they are rivals again. Uh, they were fighting. Uh, they were doing the thumbs down, uh, the Mets. And the Yankees did it right back at them. But uh, but uh, right after they, they did that, the uh, Mets came back and beat them. But, oh, man, what a series that was. It was it was a roller coaster. Yankees score, Mets score, Mets score, Yankees score. Back and forth, back and forth, not until the ninth inning. You didn't know who was gonna win, and and it has a lot at stake. And because they're both trying to become playoff contender teams, and they're both trying to make it, and they're both playing the nine eleven weekend. This was the biggest series that that they've had since the since uh, the Yankees tried to stop them from making the playoffs back when they were lost the World Series. Like oh man. What a great rivalry it was. It ignited because the Cubs guys, that the uh, Baez and Aaron Judge, Stanton, uh, uh, um, the first baseman, oh, my God, I can't believe Anthony Rizzo, they all came through. Uh, it was a great three games. I'm not even upset that the Mets won, won the series. 
because uh, the Yankees won the the 9-11 game, and that's all really that mattered. But it really ignited both teams to uh, go forward in in the future with just the rivals and this season. Because if if it was blowout, if the Yankees blew, blew out the Mets three games or the Mets blew out the Yankees three games, Whichever team lost would 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 be done. They'd be devastated. But because they played hard, they didn't they didn't give up, and they and they yeah. both did it. It it was great. It was great. I, I being a New York team, if you're in a subway series, you can't just not show any passion during the 9/11 game. The 20th year anniversary. If you don't show any passion, if you don't show up, it's just like the most horrible thing you could do. It's kind of like when you when you're invited some when you're invited over to somebody's house, when you're invited over to somebody's barbecue and you come empty empty-handed. It's like, dude, why did you even come over here? Why did you even why did you even grace us with your presence? You better no go rice. to King Cullen and grab some ice or grab some Chobani yogurt or grab or grab some Madeleines and you better come back over here and you better bring something because it's just it's it's just something that you Easy's can't do. Easy's cop out. bringing ice. Easy's cop out. I brought ice. I brought ice. But we're we're it's it's a night and we're inside. It's winter. I brought ice. I brought yeah. ice. Yeah, I mean, and I, as I told you before, I agree with the Mets doing the thumbs down thing. But during the nine eleven thing, that's what don't do it. Don't do it to they the fans during the nine eleven game. Don't <laughs> don't do it, that dude. because you will have you will have eighteen people. From ladder fourteen, be like, oh, you, you think you're better than me, huh? You think you're better than me? You got thumbs <laughs> down, huh? Like, so, so, like, you, you're gonna have eight guys from Canarsie and about fourteen from Marine Marine Park waiting to beat your ass at near your Lamborghini. So you, you got to be careful cool. on nine eleven. It was cool seeing them wear the FDNY NYPD uh, yeah. shirts and hats. It was great. And they're part, it of, was great. They're part of the FDNY, and it doesn't matter if you're Puerto Rican, Cuban. Ecuador, it doesn't matter. They're just going to beat you. They're going to call you Mexican. So that's the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was talking to somebody. I was like, you know what? Like the Mets, as much as I don't like the Mets, they do have a lot of Puerto Rican guys, which is like, damn, the Yankees got to get some Puerto Rican dudes. They're either white or Dominican. Well, you know, whatever. But can we get some Puerto Ricans in there? Just a kind of, just one would be nice. Yeah. Unless Stanton's Puerto Rican, which I don't know. He's Cuban, Stanton. Let me see. Stanton's definitely Cuban. I mean, I it, it just looks like... Let me let me look up a picture of John Cole Stanton because the last time He's I saw him, yeah. looked like he had baby teeth. It looked, like, it looked like every part of his body grew except for his teeth. I, I spelled Gene Carlo Station. Is it can't even spell his freaking name? Is he poor? Is he is he Colombian? He's definitely Colombian. Gene Car. Oh my God, Carlo Stanton. Let's see. He's definitely uh, well, Cuban. He born in Cali. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about ethnicity. Ethnicity. Uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, he's Puerto Rico. Well, well. is mostly of African American, Puerto Rican, and Irish descent. Wow, wow. that's awesome. F you Mets. We I don't. I, I take back everything I said about the Mets giving Puerto Ricans a shot. Forget it. Yankees give it too, and we have the best one. <laughs> I hate you, the Mets. You guys suck. Hell? That's awesome. This, oh, is the the most weird, this is oh. the most weird combination. <laughs> Yo, like John Carlos Stanton is like the Maurice Sonyando of baseball players. That's it's awesome. like he's like he's African American, Puerto Rican, and Irish. It's like, how does that make that? How does how does milk and orange juice taste good? How does African American, <laughs> Puerto Rican, and Irish get you to look like you're Ecuadorian? I'm so confused right now. Dude, that's crazy. That's awesome. He's the man. He's my favorite. He's my him because he's my favorite because uh, the one day he'll suck and people will be like, you're the worst player. And the next day he'll hit like five home runs and they'll be like, all right, yeah, you know what? You're not that bad. I swear to That's God. That's a bad either, thing about either. I'm like, I thought I heard him speak with an accent. 
I thought he was Cuban. He's, Wait, he's not on, Cuban. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let's listen. Ain't nobody want to buy no want to nice go see them buy a Ford. Get out of here. Hey, Bill. And you guys could have asked for much more. Giancarlo, what impressed you the most about his outing? Uh, just finding the zone, um, giving, giving these guys tough at bats. Oh, no, he black. All right, yeah, he black. <laughs> he black. Never mind. My fault. My fault, Giancarlo. I thought I thought, I thought, I heard you. It, it may be because you were because you played for the Miami uh, Marlins and you, you looked that way that I automatically assumed. I'm sorry. That's kind of racist. But can you blame me? You can't. Um, I 100% sorry. thought that he was... Cuban. Wow. That's funny. I'm so well, glad he's Puerto Rican. Yeah, he's like us, Jared. Know, how do you know? You never know how you know until you do some research. Jared, he's almost like he's almost you. He's black and he's Puerto Rican. And as long as you had Irish, yeah, he'd be he, good. But he has, he has Irish in his, in his blood, which what means does he that come himself. from? He hates half of himself. That's crazy. He'd be great in Farmingdale. He'd be great to be at, at what's that Farmingdale? McNulty's? McNutty's? What's it called? You're, that you're bar? talking you're you're talking about uh nutty irishman yes he'd be perfect there you would love it well i don't you don't you, you never know how much people represent uh their irish descent let's go into uh this next topic now guys aaron rodgers there was a lot of uh, back and forth in the offseason between aaron rodgers and the packers aaron rodgers said he wasn't coming back he wasn't going to training camp this this and that uh the packers said yo he's our quarterback he said he wasn't and then the last minute, you see Aaron Rodgers walking into training camp, uh, you know, preseason. He has some talks. He goes, yo, this is the last year, and then we'll see where that goes from now. There was a lot of holdout. You know, he was out there re- replacing Alex Trebek temporarily, uh, doing what he wanted to do. Uh, when people would ask him what's the problem with the organization, he would say, oh, we're going to have to see. Maybe it's a deal of money, stuff stuff like that. So he, was, he wasn't being very transparent as to what he wanted. Um Maybe he wanted. I, th- I believe he wanted more control over the the personnel, his the the choices. I'm not sure, but he held out and he wasn't very transparent. Now he comes back first game oh, wait, back. Pause, first- pause, 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 pause. Uh, I just wanted. I want to let you know something. When Gene Carlos Stanton came up and played for the Miami Marlins, his name was Mike Stanton. That 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 was his name. And then when he became really good, he changed it to his original name, Gene Carlos Stanton. Just want to throw you out there. He used his Irish name, Mike. I just want to tell you that. And go on. <laughs> well, that's just uh, representation. Uh, that's that's, that's actually pretty good because now you're just giving you're you're just giving your skill to your black side. Yeah, he's skill, like, I'm gonna go. You're giving your skill to your Puerto Rican side. I mean, if if you would have had like a Jermaine John Carlos Stanton, like you know, like a something like that. He would have been good, but he just went fully Puerto Rican. So he's like, "Listen, all the all this batting practice that I that I'm doing right now, that's from my Puerto Rican side. Yes, now, right. when you pay me all that money for my contract, <laughs> that's my Irish side along with my Jewish lawyer." I completely but, forgot. It's Mike Stanton. <laughs> that's funny. Usually, it's backwards when people make it. Where it's like, "Oh, you're never gonna make that name. You're never, you're never gonna make it with a name like that." Show, but this is all right. I'm gonna be Mike Stanton. That's a lot better. Yeah, but, that's uh, just thinking about. He went the stand-up comedian way. It's like no one's gonna no one's gonna remember Mike Stanton or where John Carlos Stanton. The next thing you know, the guy has a Netflix special. So that, that that's actually very smart. So Aaron Rodgers holds out. First game back, Jameis Winston takes over. He versus the Saints. Jameis Winston takes over uh, for Drew Brees, who retired last year. The the dude that had the dude that stole crab legs apparently and was like, oh, for for a pregame ritual when he tried to uh, pump up his teammates when he's with the Buccaneers. He was like, you know what I taste, y'all. 
know what this is? And he started to eat his hands, and he goes, that's a W. That's a W. And proceeded to do that to hype up his teammates, which did nothing but creep them out, and I'm pretty sure up his chances to get COVID. But this guy, who was down and out, he threw five touchdown passes, no turnovers. Aaron Rodgers had, I believe, three interceptions all of last year through uh excuse me two interceptions all of last year through three interceptions in that one game he was downtrodden he's crying you just saw it you just saw it in his face downtrodden it looked like he didn't necessarily want to be there and it, it just looked like it wasn't the aaron Rodgers that you saw now a lot of people said that he's done and over with i don't think so i think it's the way of uni- the universe balancing out itself saying like aaron if you want this thing to work, you know, we're going to have to get you back for what you did. You know, you you holding out and you not being very transparent with us. You know, you, you gonna, you're going to have to suck a little bit. Now, maybe he did it on purpose because he wants out. Maybe the, personnel the maybe the personnel actually sucks and it's not good. But this could be a great immaculate ending. It's a perfect ending to Aaron Rodgers' career in Tampa Bay that you held out that long and you decided to participate anyway and you suck. That would be the perfect ending because it kind of balances it out. You, no you one's immune to it. Yeah, you, no one's immune to it. You, you suck. You weren't invested then, so we're, we're going to show your investment now within the first game. I personally think Aaron Rodgers is going to turn it around. Yeah, of course he's going to turn around. He's going to be like, I think the crazy. bond that he has between him and Devontae Adams is too strong. I think the line is solid enough to protect him, and I think they could do some damage on the game. They could go to the playoffs, but they need to get that one game to, to say, oh, Aaron, get yourself in shape. Uh, but if he ends this it, way, if, if it keeps on doing bad, it'll be immaculate ending for the way that he acted in the preseason. And, you know, but we got to give the guy a little bit of credit because, you know, his former fling, Olivia Munn, just got knocked up by John Mulaney, who divorced his yeah. wife like two weeks ago. So we got to crack, crack that, that yeah, he's a when, crackhead when, now. When you're, when you're a high-profile quarterback in the league and you're very well-known and you're a handsome bachelor and a comedian who acts in – and who acts in his act is like he's from the 30s, comes and sweeps your former fling off her feet and impregnates her in L.A., you kind of you might be a little downtrodden. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't have any and family. And definitely can't even catch family. a football. He just, all he has to his name is just that one dog, a State Farm commercial, and I'm pretty sure a Wrangler sponsorship. That's all he has to his name, so we got to give a little bit of credit to Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, I, I understand where he's coming from. He's going through a rough time, but guy... Get your head in the game. Stop messing around. If he really wants to do show business stuff... The only way he's really going to do it is if he wins the Super Bowl this year. If he wins the Super Bowl, that would be the Cinderella story. He wins the Super Bowl, retires that that same year, and says, "I'm going to go do what I want to do." Yeah. So you got to do. That's that's the only way. Um, but you know, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no matter <laughs> you know no matter how he goes out, no matter how he goes out, it's not going to be worse than than Brett Favre because Brett Favre got caught setting nudes to somebody, and and it was yeah. he's in tidy whitey. Let too. us not forget that. Let us not forget that. that former Brett Jet Favre, quarterback. What? Former former Jet quarterback. Yeah, former Jet quarterback. But he, I mean, <laughs> he, he was he was, sling, he was slinging D picks on AIM. It's like, all right, guy. At least you can use LOL, AOL. Like it, this, it was, this it was reminds pretty me. bad. It was just it was a distra- It was a disgrace to old people everywhere. That would uh, imagine so, Aaron Judge right sitting and uh, not Aaron Judge. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Aaron what? Rogers. What's his name? Aaron Rodgers sitting on the catcher and finding out that Olivia Munn is pregnant with John Mulaney's baby. I just imagine uh, the Dave Chappelle sketch when Dave Chappelle uh, impregnates Oprah and how, how, how happy, but this is the opposite of it. He's like, I got no kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah best believe. Mine, I think, yeah. 
This, this next Sunday, you're going to see Aaron Rodgers do some damage. When Hey, hey yeah, Siri, yeah. when did the Packers play? Monday at 8.15, uh, you, you're going to see different Aaron Rodgers. Um, and also, shout out Tom Kennedy, a guy that went to my high school. Uh, he went Tom to Kennedy. Bryant to play lacrosse. And now, you know, he walked on to the Detroit Lions, you know, got the practice oh, squad, he did? And, now, and now he's a part of the, now he's a part of the official roster for the Detroit Lions. So shout out TK, man, you were, you were a force in high school in all the sports, uh, basketball, lacrosse, and especially football, a uh, great wide receiver. But now, he, you know, he's out there representing the Farmingdale, representing the Bryant Bulldogs, putting it on for us. So that's, that's, I want to see if I can get him on the show. Cause then I know a lot of people on the Bryant team. I know. I probably know someone that knows him. Yeah. He was a long snapper, probably on his squad. Yeah. Yeah, he knows him. Yeah, let's get him on. Let's get him on. I'll, Let, yeah, ask him to send us some Detroit Lion gear. I'll become a Lions try, fan. I'll, if he does I'll actually hit him up to see if I can get him on. I'll do that. But Thanks yeah, me. man, it's a great. It's a. It's a. It's a. Thank you for joining us for another great episode. Yeah. We really appreciate you guys. We're getting. Remember, we're getting good at this. Let me tell you, we're getting yeah, pretty good at this. Is the following. Uh, this we're gonna record these shows so we can post clips. <laughs> Oh, Once we've been we, saying that for a year. Yeah, you. But but no, you said we had the software to do it, so we're gonna do it. So we starting do, we next do. episode, anyway. we're gonna start. We're gonna start an Instagram, and we're gonna post clips, and we're gonna grow. We're gonna grow this. You know, this has been our open mic. We've been growing it, uh, guys. If you want to come see me, I'm gonna be at Greenwich Village Comedy Club, nine thirties Tuesdays, ninety nine McDougal Street. Come back and ready to laugh. Uh, I'm also got. A, I also got another show. Uh, six o'clock. Uh, six o'clock, Brooklyn House. Excuse me, Old Man Hostel, Brooklyn Comedy Club. Six o'clock this Sunday. Come through. Wait, what comedy show? Uh, follow me, J Harvey Fifteen. Remember, subscribe to Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Apple Music and Spotify. Come watch us live on YouTube, and I'll let Austin take care of the app details. Go ahead. That's uh, run on iPhone. That's WWSRN on iPhone and Worldwide Sports Radio Network and Android, Google Play Store, Worldwide Sports Radio Network, Android, all that stuff. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Maybe we can get us finally on Spotify. Let's see what happens. Uh, follow me at Austin Titel. That's Austin Titel, Austin, T-Y-T-E-L. Uh, join us next week. We're going to have a great show. Hopefully everybody's here. And uh, that's it for me. And then that's it for everybody. So uh, thank you for joining us on another yes, great show sir. of how Same you Same now. Time. Boom. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Network.